welcome back to Feed the Sheep Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Ross Steele, and it is a pleasure uh, being in the position that I am to be able to speak on these things um, and just be in the place where, where God has placed me. Uh, and I'm truly grateful um, and, and I'm reminded every day and humbled by so many things in uh, my life. And I'm glad you guys are here to join me along the way. Um, as always, we're about to, well, well, we're about to dive back into uh, the next seven deadly sins um, over gluttony. But, but first and foremost, we're always going to dive into a word of prayer. Uh, so as uh, I pray, I just ask you guys to pray along with me and um, seek him in this moment. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you uh, for all that I have in my life um, and also for those uh, who are listening today. Thank you for what you have given them. But also, Lord, may we be able to see your goodness in the things that have been taken from us, the things that you allowed to be removed from our lives because it wasn't part of your plan. It wasn't part of your will for our lives. And I pray that as we dive into gluttony today, um, whatever it is, uh, whoever is listening that, that really needs to hear this message, Lord, may you just speak directly to them, prepare their hearts, and soften their hearts uh, for what is to be said, what is to be talked about, um, and just really be there in the moment with them, and then guide them and point them in the direction that they need to go. In your name and all, your glorify you and all that I do. Uh, praise your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, that is obviously, I, I I mean, my first episode ever was on prayer and that's no coincidence. Uh, it's prayer is so important. I mean, when you're about to go into like a job interview or even when you're leaving a job interview um, or you're about to make a big decision and, uh, you know, you talk to those around you who you're closest with, but the person you should be closest with is Jesus, is Christ. So why wouldn't you also talk to him about those things? And that's why I start and end every episode in prayer because it's so, um, it, it's, it's a portion of it that is so powerful. Prayer is so powerful and, and so much can be done through prayer. Um, as believers, guys, it is, it is truly remarkable how the Lord uses prayer and how we are given the authority to ask for certain things and to, to do certain things and, and to pray certain ways, guys. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And if you haven't listened to the first episode of prayer yet, then, then go do that now. But that is just one thing that uh, why I do what I do and the way I start it and end it with prayer, because I want it all to be for God, to glorify him and not to for my own self-righteousness. And I want to be humble in this process and to take all the, the pride out of it. And we'll obviously get into pride uh, and um, in the next episode, I believe. So, uh, but first and foremost, we are here and we are in gluttony today. And gluttony, uh, the, the dictionary, a good description of it is an inordinate desire to consume more than that which one requires. Uh, that's basically, you know, we're talking food here, uh, food or drinks or whatever, um, being glutton and gluttons, uh, relate most, or I guess Enneagram seven re 
directly influence, you know, gluttony, or gluttony directly influences the Enneagram 7. And I am a Enneagram 8, as you learned last episode, but I'm a wing 7. So that's also kind of why I wanted to, to go right into this one, um, because I've had my fair share of gluttony. And I think that, you know, it's so easy. Um, it, so depression is a weird thing because the, you can be depressed and then at times um, depression will make have you not eat. But also at times it can totally have the adverse effect of having you eat so much, eating your sorrows away um, and having more than you need. Uh, and, and that is, a, I mean, that's a true, that's a real thing. Like, I think, I remember my freshman year of college, um, I struggled with gluttony real hard, but I didn't know it at the time. I didn't even realize it until I was preparing this message, to be completely honest. Uh, and I was like sitting there uh, as I'm writing, and I'm like, oh, dang, like, I, I definitely struggled with this. Um, and it was my freshman year of college. I, I left my first, that's fall semester, I left um, high school at weighing about 180, 185. And I come home for winter break and hanging out, hanging out with the guys, my buddy Brady, he has the audacity, which I'm grateful for, but he, he has the audacity and he looks at me, he says, dude, you gotten, you got kind of, kind of big, you gotten a little chubby. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, your face got a little fat. <laughs> Just straight up and said it. And I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't think much of it. But then like next day or whatever, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what, what the heck happened? I weigh myself, which I didn't weigh myself all semester. Um, and I definitely wasn't working out, but man, those dining courts, those dining halls, you, it's a buffet literally everywhere you go. I mean, what, what else I was supposed to do? I obviously overate. Um, and I ended up weighing 230 so I gained 45 pounds uh, my freshman year my just in one semester so that's like three or four months and I was definitely in that season of gluttony and it was it was it was bad um, but I finally uh, went back and that spring semester I was like I want to get a hold of this um, and I kind of just like implemented intermittent fasting at that time. And then I started running quite a bit more, um, working out more and just being uh, more intentional with my workouts instead of just like going in there and saying, oh, I worked out, like just being real intentional with it and taking that time. Um, and it really helped me going alone because uh, I feel like you, if you go to the gym uh, or go with friends, you like try to compete always. And I'm very competitive. So I naturally would always compete. And I think that uh, going alone really helped because I was able to um, kind of really focus on what I needed to focus on and not like follow workout that somebody else was doing just so I could say I worked out or something like that. But that's like a little bit about my story uh, and my battle with gluttony. And even still times, guys, I, I like I'm bored sometimes. And when I'm bored, I'll just snack. And I'm not hungry. I'm just like, I want something to do. Uh, so I snack and then I'm never satisfied and it's always terrible and I feel sick afterwards. But that is, that is, you know, the direct consequence of gluttony. Um, and the thing is gluttony is a sin. 
just as all these other ones we're going to go through. But gluttony is a sin. And that that's a sin that many Christians find easy to laugh about and accept um, into their lives as harmless, uh, while sins such as you know being an alcoholic or an adulterer are quickly, quickly attacked. But the sin of gluttony is simple. It's, it's idolatry. Uh, it is a choice to self-love, to comfort, and to control through that which of food. Um, it's idolatry at its finest, and, it's, and it seems so hidden and under the covers um, that we don't pay much attention to it. To it. Uh, but it's, it's something that I'm trying to bring to light that a lot of people are just like, well, you know, it is, it's just what it is. Well, it's one of our deadly sins. And it's there for a reason. It's just as important to Christ um, as, you know, just telling a lie. It's just as important to Christ as, as you know, being an adulterer. It is just as important. And we need to realize that and get a hold of it. If you're in that phase right now, and maybe you're not, but you know somebody who is, then I encourage you to continue listening and take whatever I say that you enjoy, that you, that, that you thought was great, uh, hopefully it's something, uh, and just share it with them or just share this episode with them. Um, but do it lovingly. Do it in a kind way because it's hard uh, when people are accepting criticism. It's not easy for people to accept criticism in general, um, but it's hard for a lot of people to do that um, with people that they love. And, uh, and I, I just want to encourage you to do that because it is a sin and it's not just harmless. Uh, and that's what it is and you see we see that first in genesis 3 in genesis 3 uh chapter 3 verse 6 when the woman this eve when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate it she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it and that goes right back to uh, the desire to consume more than that which one requires. And we see that right there at the very beginning of the Bible, of the gluttony. And it's not that uh, she consumed more than was required. Well, it's exactly what it is because that wasn't required for her. Uh, you know, God said it. He was like, hey, don't eat this tree. Don't eat of this tree. And Satan used it, turned it, turned scripture against her uh, as you know, he does with many of us. Um, he said, well, you know, the enemy came out and he's like, oh, come on. He's like, you want it? You know why he doesn't want you to do it? Because then you'll become, you know, all knowing. You'll know good and evil just as he does. And that wasn't the purpose. The enemy used that gluttony, this, this deadly sin. He used it against Eve and Eve fell into the trap and she was ensnared in gluttony by the desire to have more than what is required. All that was required, God provided everything that she needed, everything that was required. And she decided she wanted more, to have more. And her, along with Adam, also, you know, that was the, the great fall, the fall of man. And um, that's the first time we see it. And, and that's, I wanna bring that out because it's just as important as all the others. 
And as Christians, many times we try to like belittle certain sins. And even in, in churches, they they try to make certain sins like much more uh, of a bigger deal. But in reality, they're all the same. They're all equal. In God's eyes, they're all equal. And there's nothing that you can do or cannot do that will prevent that uh, from from his grace. And, and you just need to in those moments of gluttony when you feel like you're getting there you just need to lean into him lean into him uh and and he will provide all that you need he already has provided all that you need and you just need to walk with him and that the enemy used the sin of gluttony against eve and he can and will do the same to you if you are not careful uh a verse that you could adopt into your life if you are seven or fall into gluttony. You don't have to, you know, you know you're not just because you're seven doesn't mean you have gluttony, but that's like the greatest sin uh, that you will fall into. And just because you're not a seven doesn't mean you won't struggle with gluttony. Um, and I don't want to define anybody by their Enneagram because you're not defined. Your identity isn't in your Enneagram. It's in Christ. And that's just what it is. But um, I think that one thing, a verse that you could adopt if you do struggle with gluttony is in Romans 13 uh, and 14, uh, Romans chapter 13, verse 14 says, rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. And that just, that just goes right into um, what, what are we doing? What are we clothing ourselves in? Are we clothing ourselves in you know, the music that we listen to and the food uh, that we eat and, you know, trying to preoccupy our minds um, by indulging in, in excess food that than what's needed? Um, or are we are we clothing ourselves in the spirit or, or with Jesus Christ? Are we clothing ourselves by diving into the word, to listening to worship music, to diving into prayer, to talking with him, to walking in a relationship with him? Uh, and that's just something to really think about because uh, if we're trying to gratify the desires of the flesh, we will always come up short. But if we clothe ourselves with Lord Jesus Christ, we will never fall short because he never falls short. And scripture portrays our, uh, how our bodies are temples and we just treat them as such and we should treat them as such. Yet gluttony does the exact opposite of what we are called to do. 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 19 and 20, you see, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. It is right there in Scripture. Honor God with your bodies. You are bought with a price. You are not your own. You, your body was given to you by God. And the spirit that lives within you is the host of that body. Uh, but what we need to be aware of is that our bodies are temples. So when we are, you know, when we are drinking in excess, when we are eating in excess, and we are deteriorating our bodies from the inside out, that is a dangerous game. That is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous game. And that all goes into what, what then? What next? How do we, how do we um, 
you know, treat our bodies as such temples, uh, as we read here in 1 Corinthians? Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, if there, there's going to be battles. I don't want to like mitigate the, or, or belittle the struggles that gluttony is. Um, but it's just having accountability, having a strict, say, say you're not meal prepping and you realize that you're eating in excess, uh, then maybe try meal prepping. Maybe start with like one meal uh, a week and then two meals and then all three of your meals, may they be meal prepped and, and be strict with it. And the thing is, when you're, when you're trying to come off of this battle of gluttony, then your, your mind and your body is going to be hungry. But the way to fill that, the way to fulfill that, um, to fill that up is with Christ. And you can, you can honestly, before you try to make this like, you know, big change that you may think is in your life, um, that it may look very big and, and monstrous and scary. Um, I would fast. I would, I would highly encourage you to fast. Um, and when you're fasting, it's important to realize that what you choose to fast from, I've always been one that fasts like just food. I just do a water fast. Um, and I've always been one to do that. Some people will do like a social media fast or whatever, but if you're fasting for strength and clarity and direction with gluttony, then I would suggest you fast food and it will be hard. The first couple days are, are hard. Uh, last time I fasted, I had a ra- I had a raging headache the first day. Um, the second day though, it was like, it was, it was, it was cheddar. It was cakewalk because what I did and is how it should be done is when you're fasting to replace the time that you would normally spend on whatever you, it is you're fasting from with the Lord. So, uh, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, you say, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. If you're spending on that much time, whatever it is, Spend that time instead of eating, you know, drink your water throughout the day, stay hydrated, um, but, but seek him in those times. And if you just try to fast without seeking him, it is going to be terrible. You will hate every moment of it. And, and the enemy is going to, he more than likely will win that battle because you're not replacing what you're taking with the Lord. So you need to seek him in the times that you're fasting of what you normally would spend doing whatever it is you fast from. Um, if it's social media, I would go back and look at your, I would go back and look at your, um, screen time activity on your phone and look at how much you typically spend per day, uh, during the week. And I would take that and delete your social media and say, all right, I was normally spending four hours and 50 minutes uh, on social media. So I need to spend four hours and 50 minutes in the word. I need to spend four hours and 50 minutes in prayer. I need to spend four hours and 50 minutes, um, just listening to worship music and talking to him and trying to hear his voice and, and really take all the noise out. That is, I would say the most impactful and the best way, uh, to go about this process. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is this, this phrase, and it's, It's that temperance cures gluttony by implanting the desire to be healthy. Therefore, making one fit to serve others. 
when when you are putting temperance in and curing this gluttony and fasting and you you get over this gluttony you get over this hump this 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 deadly sin that has been such a stronghold on you when you get over this you become healthy making you one to fit to serve others and that's exactly what we're supposed to do right Uh, to be here to serve not only christ but to serve others to build his kingdom to make heaven crowded Uh, and the thing is i want to say is god is holy he will not let you down and because god is holy that means that he is the most trustworthy person being that there ever was is and will be so lean on him not your own understanding lean on him in these moments and seek him in these moments and he will direct your steps allow him to do that for you today lord i thank you for the opportunity once again to to speak on uh, this this deadly sin of gluttony and i pray that for those who may have felt a connection today that that they uh have really battled with this for some time lord may they be released of it may the bonds be uh, the 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 chains and the bondage be broken in your name may the blood of jesus be poured out over them and all that they do lord may they glorify you and may they seek you in these moments and as these these wonderful people begin to to fast for you and seek you uh, in in your name in your word lord i just pray that you speak directly to them and give them clarity and give them hope and give them grace that you uh, is beyond all measure which you already do lord but just guide them in their steps and also lord continue to guide me uh, that may i may walk with you to glorify you and walk side by side and follow your direction and all that i do in your name i pray amen